And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate, easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Roe Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. Joined, as always, by my two, not only colleagues, but I would say friends. Thanks, Nick. Um, hey, guys, Liam here. Yeah, hi, guys, it's Roy here. How, how are we going? <laughs> good, good. Feeling very up and about for today's episode. Bit of buzz going on here, and I think because the season's, you know, getting a bit closer, we're getting a bit more up and about. So. Well, it's been a long couple of months, and it's nice to start I guess seeing a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, isn't it, Lee? Mm, yes, sir. Beautiful. Big episode, as always, today, guys. What we're going to do, we're going to quickly run through some odds and ends from throughout the week. Um, we'll then move on and just discuss some of the effects that uh, the, a few a few players during the week have come out um, making their intentions clear that they won't be going to Orlando. Yep. So we'll just outline the effect that'll have on their respective teams. Uh, we'll introduce a new segment today called Top 5 which will explain, well, it's pretty self-explanatory, but we'll um, go into a little bit more detail about later on. And then we'll cap it off with the return of Entertainment Weekly. We've had the about, week off, jeez. Yeah, it's the first but, time in a while we haven't had Entertainment Weekly, mm, isn't it? Bursting to get my TV show out. Without a doubt, and likewise my movie. And my song. Get uh, into it. As always, just quickly guys, a big thank you for all the support <laughs> during the week and staying up to date with our socials. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and now on Twitter. Uh, you may have seen during the week our Instagram underwent a bit of a, uh, a rebranding, rebranding, you could yep. say. A big thank you, Lee, for that. Phenomenal yep. job during the week you've done. Mastermind uh, behind that. Without a doubt, it looks great. <laughs> so uh, if you haven't already checked that out, make sure to do so. And uh, yeah, continue to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Absolutely. Well, we glad that's out of the way. Radio. Let's get into some odds and ends, fellas. Yeah. Um. So we'll, I guess, run through. There's been a bit of a a second, I guess, outbreak of the coronavirus, um, and a, quite a few big names during the week have come out, um, to have contracted the virus. Most notably, Nikola Jokic, no. Jabari Parker, <laughs> uh, Buddy Hield, Alex Len, Malcolm Brogdon, Derek Jones Jr., and two Suns players. So, quite a bit going on there. It's a bit of the elephant in the room type thing, isn't it? We don't really want to speak about it because it's, it's you know, potentially could be a a second bubble which might get in the way of resuming the season. But at the end end of the day, we have to talk about these players who are affected and we just hope that they're okay and we hope that um, it doesn't have too much effect on the season resuming. But... I guess time will tell what happens going forward. And they're only they're only the players we know. There's 16 yeah. of them all up. Yep. Um, and like I said on one of our Instagram posts, um, I don't know about you guys, but are we getting a little worried with the increasing numbers, or is it just um, NBA players going under multiple coronavirus tests? Uh, leads I'm, to more. I'm cases. more so worried about the entirety of the US. Yeah. 
Um, mm. I think it was kind of inevitable that there was going to be another outbreak. Yeah. And it's coincided with these riots. Uh, they hadn't, like in Australia here, we've kind of, bar one state, Victoria, we're kind of looking pretty good at the minute. We're on the mend. Whereas in the US, it's still running pretty rampant. And the fact that these riots went on and so many people in such close, close proximity, um, yeah, it was kind of just a matter of time before all these cases. And they're having record cases every day in the US at the minute. Mm, mm, um, so good. So, and this kind of goes back to my point, I guess, last week I made about, I think the players can have a bigger voice on the court. Uh, not only can their voice probably be heard more on the court, but they're also kind of reducing a certain aspect of risk with yeah. the virus. Yeah. Um, so I certainly think things are going to get a little bit worse before they get better in the US. Well, it is worrying. Even Adam Silver has come out and said um, if there is a significant spread of COVID in the bubble that it may lead them to stop play, which is oh, just... We can, a, oh, we can only hope not. I will... It's a worst-case scenario, but... We don't want to talk about it, do we? We almost just want to pretend like the season's going to resume without any issues. But the fact of the matter is, I guess, that it's going to be unpredictable up until the very day that the season's you know, going to be resuming. So fingers crossed that everything goes well. But And on that date, July 30th, it mm. has come out. We will, we'll probably do an episode a little more in depth looking at the uh, kind of fixtures for all the teams. Yep. But just a quick one here. It's come out... That on the initial day, July 30th, two games will be uh, front and centre. Who are they? So we've got a really exciting one in the Jazz against the Pelicans. Oh, the other yeah. one's exciting too. The other uh, one's uh, probably yeah. more so exciting, the Lakers and Clippers. Yeah. So Look at I'm, Nick's, I'm Nick's, buzzing for that. Nick's hair standing up on his arm. In <laughs> saying that, I wouldn't, uh, to be honest, I'm backing the Clippers. Yeah, I don't think right. the Lakers really yeah. there. Four and a half, five and a half games clear of the Clippers. Mm. They've pretty boy nearly <laughs> knocked out our microphone. They've just about wrapped up the number one seed, so yeah. I think they'll use this to build, yeah. like a slower build, um, as not going out full a hundred percent initially. Yeah, yeah. But the Jazz Pelicans, the Pelicans are uh, every game's pretty much do or die to a certain extent. So That's I'm it. looking who forward. Are we, who are we backing in that game? I'm gonna. Go. I'm going the Pelicans. I'm going to go the Pelicans as well. I reckon they'll, with especially losing Bogdanovic yeah. for the mm. Jazz, as I think we mentioned the other week, I think they they will be a little light on in scoring, mm. and the Pelicans, it's they've they've got a they've got a win. They've got nothing to lose, do they? So I guess Pelicans are going to be coming out, you know, full steam ahead. The Jazz, you know, obviously want to go into playoffs playing well, but at the same time. I think um, the Pelicans will have more to play for. So, yeah, I reckon they'll, they'll get up as well. Are you guys pulling a sickie on the 30th? Oh, what day does that fall on for us? Yeah, uh, that's a good By question. By our luck, it won't be the bloody weekend. We, uh, it's a Thursday for us. Oh, disgusting. So, maybe turn it into a long weekend, Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday. Oh. I hope my bosses aren't listening. <laughs> um, if they are, he deserves a raise. So. <laughs> Tell them there you go. You heard it here first. Um... In other news, so per The Athletic, mm. uh, the Nets have shown quite a bit of interest in signing Serge Ibaka from the Raptors, which mm. is a, a funky trade. Mm. It would kind of... He's currently playing centre for the Raptors, so but with Jarrett Allen, DeAndre Jordan there, it doesn't seem likely that he would fill that centre role. No. So he spent most of his career as a power forward. Yeah, Could look like Torian Prince could be... Uh, Getting a man who's potential trade fodder. Oh, don't say that. 
Don't say that. We don't like to yeah, Torian Prince being up for up for trade. We don't but unless he's getting a bigger role, of course. But well, yeah. So that's uh, that's where we look at the minute. A barker to the to the Nets. Well, yeah or nay? That, like you said, they they're not lacking big men on that team. No. They've got DeAndre Jordan. They've got Jared Allen. Um, I'm I'm gonna say nay. But as a power forward, I. I Who have they even got? They've got they've got Torian Prince there. So mm. as much but, as. Mm. I was thinking, surely if Serge Barker went to the Nets, that DeAndre Jordan or Jared Allen would be part of that trade in yeah. exchange for him. I don't see if he did go there, that would one of those two would have to go, and I and think then, it would probably be. I'd say Jordan. Uh, I'd say Allen, based on the pool that Kyrie and Durant have, because they got mm, Jordan there. True, true. Um, they yeah. certainly wouldn't want to lose their running mate before they got a chance to play with him. Good point. And you'd take Serge Barker over Jar- Jared Allen, wouldn't you? Oh, That's a tough oh, one as well. I, d- I, I don't, do love Jared oh, Allen. I think he's got quite a bit of potential and still to young. go. And he's young. How yeah. old is he? He's like he's, 23. I'm staying he, off the dome. He's, he is young. <laughs> yeah. And I think he's still got quite a bit of growth left to do. Yep. So yep. I would probably be sticking with him. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so, and Serge is but an old bugger, isn't he? I feel uh, he's pretty old. He's, he's, he's getting on, but at the same time, he's still, still got, got some K's left. He's got plenty to provide. But yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Time will tell how that one plays out. Speaking mm. of um, age and experience, I know we've mentioned it and it was all known already, but VC Vince Carter's officially announced his retirement from the league. Hell yeah. of a career. Yeah. And as you said, Lee, we have mentioned it, but it is. No, it's like, old this is it. This yeah. is in stone now. Uh, it is sad to say the least, but yeah, a true icon in Toronto and in the NBA as a whole. Yeah. Let's hope he doesn't fade into the fade into the shadow, so to speak, and just we don't hear from him. I think he'll find a role. I yeah. think yeah. he'll find a role within an organization, preferably Toronto. Mm. But um, his knowledge and overall leadership, communication skills, I think he won't have any trouble finding a suitable role. Nah, no. thank you, Vince. Thank you, Vince. <laughs> Indeed. Um, it's also been reported that Houston attend to cut down the amount of ISO plays that James Harden runs in Orlando, Ooh. which I quite like. Where'd you hear I, this? They're just giving out their, their game plan. Well, I, well, the reason I like this... Um, <laughs> that didn't answer my no, question. No, it doesn't, but I'm, I'm, I'm just going to get this off my chest while okay, I'm running hard. Go, go on. They have now a lot of talent around him, and especially in this small ball lineup. Um, mm. Robert Covington, Russell Westbrook, no, most notably, but they've they've got capable shooters around him, mm. and I think it makes them a lot more potent if they they can go to multiple options. If they're just running ISO plays every time, it does become very predictable. Yeah. So I think this makes them better equipped in the playoffs. Yeah, super one dimensional when they're running through, you know, ISO ball with Harden or Westbrook or whoever happens to be on at the at the time, but um. Yeah, no, um, I, I agree. I think they're going to be far more, um, far more of a threat on offense when they're sharing the ball around, as opposed to, you know, just keeping it in um, Beard's hands. Real wild card team, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Just for the fact that now they've had so much time, Westbrook and Harden carry so much of the load. They've had time to rest and recuperate now. Uh, they could uh, be a potential dark horse. No mm-hmm. one's giving them that much credit, especially in comparison to the LA teams, but they could uh, turn a few heads. Mm. Would you agree, Lee? I would agree on that one. Excellent. Uh, Jackie McMullen, as reported, 
Uh, Mike Budenholzer, coach of the Bucks, says that Giannis has now fully recovered from his minor left knee sprain uh, that gave him a bit of trouble before the league went on hiatus. Mm. So it kind of, we mentioned just as the league did go into its break, um, it was kind of pretty pretty timely for the Bucks and for Giannis. Yeah. But he has now recovered and I guess is, a, again, a scary threat for all other teams. Do we think the Bucks are going to be going through the East quite easily and do we think they're going to be making the finals, I guess, is the other question. Oh, they're going to wipe the floor in the first round mm, uh, else, yeah. regardless if it's the Nets, uh, Magic or Wizards. I think... That'll probably be a 4-0, 4-1 look at it there. Uh, I think things will progressively get tougher. There are good teams in the East. Boston, Philly, Raptors, Heat, even the Pacers. Mm. Uh, So I don't think it'll be that easy, but Mm. I still expect them to come out. Yeah. You think they'll ultimately be in the finals? I'll be in the East in conference finals. It's a coin flip if they dependent on who they're against. and It's interesting, isn't it, though? Because I agree. I think in the first round, they'll come out quite easily. But when it starts to get to the um, final few rounds, they'll be coming up against, you know, you'd expect them to come up against Toronto, Boston, maybe, you know, Philly. Yep. Um, these teams aren't walkovers, so um, they'll have their work cut out for them. But And we haven't seen these teams playing so long, three or four months, so it could as be... As horrible as it is, someone could do a horrible injury right off the bat. Yeah, So mm. or someone know. could come out firing. Like, Pacers could just come out and just... Oladipo, a bit of time to... Uh, he's now integrated himself into the team, could mm-hmm. come back with a bang. Yeah. Is that what you reckon, Lee? That's what I'm... Um... Implying, yes. So Pacers are your dark no, horse? I'm, no, <laughs> no. I just, that was just an example. <laughs> Excellent. Well, in other news as well, a couple of coins just to rip through here. Mm. Um, some player movement and player signings. So I'll just there's seven here. I'll rip through real quick. Uh, David David Nawaba uh, has, is at the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Tolliver to the Grizzlies. Corey Brewer has signed with the Kings. Theo Pinson with the Nets. Isaiah Hartenstein. With the Rockets as well, Tyler's, Tyler Zeller with yeah. the Spurs and Luence Dortz mm. with OKC. So probably only Corey Brewer and Tyler Zeller are the ones which are half relevant. The rest of them, I don't think, need much attention, yeah. I wouldn't have thought. David Nawaba on a two-year deal, mm. um, but yeah, they're probably the real notable ones, notable ones in yeah. that. But yeah, a couple of quick ones there. And do you fellas have anything else? No, that's all. I've got one more here on a, uh, I guess, a congratulations note mm, mm. to John Wall. What's so he done? He's, he initially had a goal of $300,000. He's raised over $550,000 for COVID rent relief in Washington. Oh, it's a good, good champ. Uh, good a bloke who I know we're itching at the bit to see again. It's awesome that he's been able to do this and do it so successfully. And I guess... Wow, here comes the lawnmower, that's handy. <laughs> that stain? That's not ideal. Um, but it just shows that he, I guess to an extent, is committed to Washington, yeah. that he's like putting so much in off the court as well. Uh, for any of our listeners out there, I hope the uh, lawnmower doesn't prove too... Hopefully you can't hear it. Yeah, but, that'd be uh, ideal, but I reckon it's pretty loud. <laughs> we, we roll with the punches though, don't we? We have to. We've got no choice. Bring some right. more authenticity to it. We're in, in, we're in Rose room. Lawn Miles going. Yeah. We do have, uh, I guess, for all of our listeners out there, a man here, Roe, 
is currently in the process of building the house, aren't you, mate? That's true. I am. I am going to build my own fortress, so we'll see how it goes. Your own fortress, and with that, I believe that our, we will be relocating our podcast recordings to your place. Is that what? Yeah, I... Yeah, hoping to get it. Hoping to get an actual um, podcast you know, room. Well, a, pro- a proper room. setup because at the moment we've got the we've got the <laughs> microphone and the laptop separately on my bench, amongst other things. So Knees I... pressed up against the bloody <laughs> wall. It's not. It's not. Um, it's Form not lowers ideal. bloody blasting. It's dogs not a, barking. It's not a Joe Rogan type setup at the moment. <laughs> so, um, hoping to have that. Um, you know, I guess in about a year's time or so, it'll yeah. be it'll be you know perfect perfect podcasting. The trials um, and tribulations setup. of a, a new podcast, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they we are. love it, fellas. We yeah. love it. Let's move ahead. Let's have a little look here at the effects of. We've got a couple of players here that have come out as uh, won't be attending Orlando. I'd just like to discuss who they are and the effect that they're missing on their team will have. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, so uh, the mowing's taken a temporary break, which is handy. Uh, Keyword is temporary. Temporary. So we're going to try and smash this out now. And so the effects of, I guess, the missing players and what they'll have on their respective teams. We'll start with Avery Bradley. Uh, His decision comes from a place of concern for the well-being of his eldest of three children. Named Liam, might add. Oh, there you go. There we Fun go. fact. Uh, his six-year-old son, Liam, has a history of struggling to recover from respiratory illnesses and therefore would have been unlikely to be medically cleared to uh, enter the bubble with his family. So, yeah, he's uh, he's taking the family-first approach here, mm-hmm. which is uh, admirable to say the least, isn't it? Yeah, As we... a Lakers fan, I'm somewhat disappointed. but uh, With I... his decision or what? Like we talked a lot. This is what I was going to say. We talked last week about what was an acceptable um, decision and an unacceptable decision. And, and I this is acceptable. This is acceptable. Yeah. Uh, so it's certainly for me not a place of he's doing the wrong thing because I think he's a hundred percent well within his rights. Um, but disappointed because he is divide, like an impactful he player. Yeah. His stats say he averaged eight point five points a game. Uh, as the starting point guard, but uh, he does have the potential to score. Most notably with the Lakers in their second last game before the shutdown, they played against the Clippers. He went 6 of 12 from 3, dropping 24 points. Mm. Um, He's one of them players who doesn't need to be a focal point, yet when needs to be called upon, can deliver. Uh, So it's... uh, it's a big hit, but um, the thing with Avery Bradley though, he's he's never been that much of an offensive focal point. He's no. always been a defensive pest um, for whatever team he's been on. He's yep. he doesn't, um, you know, he he never fails to give his all on defense. It's I like guess a Pat so. Bev, isn't yeah. he? In the sense that he's a pit bull, but doesn't need to be the star player. Just yep. goes about his business. So I think the Lakers will certainly miss that, um, particularly coming on, coming off the. You know, coming off the bench, bench against the second stringers, um, he's going to be missed. But luckily for the Lakers, like we look at their roster now, and they're full of um, both superstars and role players. So well, that's the thing about him, hey, because yeah. you just mentioned the bench. He has come off the bench a, a bit, but he's also started point mm. guard for a lot of the season. It's good that he's adaptable um, and can play any role that's given to him. Mm. And the leading candidate to come in to replace him is um, not bad by any means. It's J.R. Smith, Smith hey, yeah. who's got is similar in a sense to 
to Bradley, isn't he? Mm. Um, also seen that Swaggy P, Nick Young, has expressed his interest in joining the Lake Show. Wouldn't he love a free ride to the ring? That'd be nice. He would froth on it. Got a couple of comments. Saw one comment commenting on the um, photo I used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were. It's, it's, it's iconic, isn't it? It is. Just quickly on the Lakers, uh, my man, need to shout him out, Alex Panky, good mm. friend of mine. Uh, if you're listening, mate, this one's for you. Big fan of um, Headband Caruso. Caruso. And that's my point here. Last week when we had the question uh, from Adam Taylor, mm. he asked who was our most impactful sixth man role player. And um, we all said Dennis Schroeder. But yeah. uh, Alex has fired back at me and said, no, it's the GOAT. It is Caruso. They say. And, uh, you know, I will admit fault for that one. Caruso is certainly uh, well within the realms of uh, GOAT status. So... On Alex, Crusoe, have you seen some videos of him playing college ball back in man, college? Man, he's a, even in the G League as yeah. well. This guy's and and with I guess Bradley leaving, it leaves I guess an open kind of door for mm. him to elevate himself. Yeah, uh, he's a phenomenal athlete, and as much as I guess to a certain extent, a memes made out of him, he mm. is a truly unreal player. Why? I, I always wonder why the actual meme is made out of him. Is it because he's he's got a bit of a receding <laughs> yeah, hairline? I think I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Because white boy, boy yeah. can bowl, yeah. white boy can yeah. jump. Bloody um, But yeah, should he be given a bigger opportunity? And I think we when we did a couple of weeks ago our trade machine, mm. he featured in it. Mm. And we spoke about how if he'd been given a diff- a bigger role at a different club, a different team, should I say? He might be able to excel. If he's given a bigger role with the Lakers now without Bradley, I think he could really thrive and make a difference and, yeah, uh, yeah assert himself as a uh, a key player in the Laker lineup. Mm, indeed. Uh, but, yeah, just not back on Bradley, Lee, mm. do you think, is it pretty? Is it going to be detrimental to the Lakers or will they be all right, do you if, reckon? If J.R. Smith comes in, I think they'll be all right. Oh, LeBron will kill him if he mucks up a, <laughs> a, a like a score check again. Yeah, yeah, that was just woeful. But no, I think they'll be all right in the end. Their lineup's yeah. just so stacked. Um, yeah, that's I, my thought. I think so as well. In saying that, you get used to you know playing with this core squad for the majority of the season. Then when it comes to you know the most important part of the season, you down one of your I guess integral guys off the bench. Yep. Um, it's going to have somewhat of an impact. Luckily, as I was saying, for the Lakers, they've got other players to step up. So I think they'll just get on with business and make a hard run for the um, finals. I tell you what, I'm getting that excited for the ball to be back. Bit like, over a month. Bit over a month. But uh, we'll move on to our next player. Yeah. Davis Bertans of the Washington Wizards. Now this one, as a Wizards fan, this one pretty much, I would say, um, just kicks all our chances out the door. It's a nail in the coffin. Do you understand, like, how, how do you side with his reasoning? So uh, he's going to be a big target free agency. He has had a history of injuries, most notably two ACL injuries. And I guess Washington aren't at great odds to make that plane. Mm-hmm. So to a certain extent... And for me, it makes sense that he's gone this route. Um, yeah. But I guess to you, Lee, as a Wizards fan, do you think he's made the right decision? Um, well, with the Wizards, I with Bertans play, I would have given him the sl- slightest bit of hope. Yeah. Um, and I think because of that, he shouldn't have sat out. And I get he 
has had some um, previous ACLs, and there's a lot on the line for him. But the Wizards, they wouldn't have got... Five and a half games behind Orlando at the minute. It would have been a big stretch. Would have been a big But had he have been involved... Like, they are a chance, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they were a chance, and I'd yeah. say they're not now. Bradley Beal's going to have to average probably 40 points, isn't he, across these eight he games? He needs to average <laughs> about 60, I reckon. And I think he will. I think he will. <laughs> um, I, I think Bertans is a realist, though, isn't he? Like, they're 95% not going yeah. to make the... Ninety-four. Orlando <laughs> are we we bash on them, don't we? They are the epitome of mediocrity. True. So if any teams to bottle it, I reckon they are it. True, but I would have made the same decision. I reckon yeah. if I was Batans, you got to look to the future, and they're you know most likely not going to make the playoffs. So yep, do what's best for you. Well, it's a shame because they're losing a bloke who's averaging fifteen and a half points and forty-two point four percent from three. Mm. It just in a like having that threat from deep is a huge asset that mm. not that many teams have. Like a a player with that caliber of shooting, um, and for the Wizards, whose whole I guess mo is offense, losing such a key part of that is mm. pretty detrimental. They've like who's going to take up that slack? Fifteen and a half mm. points is a lot. Um, so Bills. <laughs> I, I feel so sorry for that guy. He mm, really... Yeah. I pray that next year is better for him and that Wall has, I guess, got that same, or to a certain extent, 80% of his ability. Yeah. They re-sign Bertans and they've then got a, a probably a top five to top ten offense in the league. Mm. Do you reckon they are re-signing Bertans on that? Do, uh, do I, I reckon they will. I reckon yeah. they'll overpay him um, yeah. just for the yeah. pure fact that he is key... And they are purely offense-based. Mm. I think the big key for them is to get a center who can defend. <coughs> Demarcus Boogie, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you look at it, you add him to the lineup hypothetically with the core they've got now. Bertans, Wall, Bill, Cousins, Hachimura mm. off the bench, presumably. Thomas Bryant. A uh, few other key cogs in there. You've got it. You've got... A decent team, yeah. and I think we said last week. What did we give them between four and four, eight seed in the eight east? Or something, yeah. I, I I like the look of that team. Yeah, they just yeah, a too. couple of pieces away, and just the ability to be able to stop teams scoring. That's yep. what they need, and they're set. Because mm, mm. um, on the offensive end, they're they're in good shape. Would yep. you say Beal is in his prime? Uh, I would say so. Yeah, I would too. But I think his prime might be slightly longer than other players. Mm. I think he's still got a good couple of years left before he starts to get on that gradual decline. It's the start of his prime. Yeah. Yeah. He's mm. an exciting player though, isn't yeah, he? He's is. an exciting player. But um, in terms of Bertans, it is a big loss. Uh, yeah. Yep. Wizards, you give him no chance now, Lee? No chance. This was out of all the... Um, players opting out this was the most detrimental out of them all you would say that i would have to i would have to agree as yeah. well because um as as lee said there's there's not much there wasn't much chances it is and then a vital cog out of their um out of their squad you yeah. know pulls out yeah it's not good news for them a real shame indeed uh we'll move ahead to trevor ariza of the portland trailblazers mm. so this one's uh an interesting case so ariza is going to be missing uh, the the playing playoff type format due to a involvement in a custody case over his twelve year old son. Now the the mum has uh, Why the mum the mother annoys me. Jesus. The mother is uh 
granted, a, I guess a court-ordered one-month visitation period during the quarantine um, of the teams in Orlando. Mm. So really, if Trevor wanted to see his son, it was whilst the games were going on. Yeah. And he'd opted to spend that, I guess, that time with his son as opposed to competing. Yeah. And I can't, honestly, I can't imagine how hard a choice this would have been for him mm. because mm. basketball's his livelihood, his income source, and I guess his pride and joy. Mm. But he is, again, like um, Bradley has gone the family first route. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And it, it is admirable to say the least. And it's, it was horrible that he was put in this position. And it's really quite, um, I'm, I'm not sure of the word, but by his, his former partner. Um, it's a low act. It is a, a low act. act. A, a dog act. That's, Come on, man. That but is no, the best way to put it. But um, I think for him, he's made the right choice. It's mm-hmm. a shame for Portland because they were, they are right in that. Edge, ninth, they would currently be playing the Grizzlies in a playing format. Three and a half spots um, behind the Grizzlies. So they, Not spots, bloody wins. Uh, wins behind, but yeah. they are currently in that place. So now we talk about the impact that his absence will have for the Trailblazers. Starting small forward, gone. That, that hurts. That, that does hurt. Mm. Um, they are lucky, in, and such an experienced player as well. Yep. Who, yeah, who got re Did Has anyone been signed? For, uh, not, not yet, yet okay. as we're reporting, but I guess to a certain extent, the only silver light is that they have got Nurkic and Collins back. True, who it's big. Add not only some size, but some experience and two quality players. Um, but, yeah, I just feel horrible for him that he had to make this choice. Yeah. Mm. I think I think this does hurt Portland's chances. We spoke about the other week when we discussed uh, which team would be most likely to make that plane. I think a few of us had Portland. Uh, so I think you guys had I Portland did. and I, I might have had the Pelicans. Um, does this change your opinion at all? I, I think the Trailblazers will still make... The playoffs, to be honest with you, it's a huge. It is a huge out because it once again it's another vital cog. It's a member of your of your starting lineup who who has been pulled out, yeah. um, sort of against his will, I guess. Um, but at the same time, I think they've got, as you said, Nurkic is returning, um, Dame Lillard um, and CJ McCollum are um, hard to stop at the best of times. So I think they've still got the pieces. Um, but, yeah, there's no doubt that it's going to hurt. Big question, then. If Portland weren't to make it and they fizzled out, yep. do they look to move on from... They're probably not going to move on from Dane, but look to offload McCollum, do you reckon? Well, he's been among trade talks for a yeah. long while, and I don't see him staying there for the long term, but, yeah, I guess this is probably one of their last chances to, to make it work because a few of these players are, you know aging and the windows shutting so to speak um i think cj mccullum won't spend his career in in portland um but yeah this is probably their last shot at it my thinking is if they make the plane which they're a decent chance at the minute and they make the playoffs Mm. i think if they make the playoffs they run it back next year because they're Mm. all healthy they're all fresh ready to go um, if they don't make that playoff format, uh, I reckon they move on. Mm, I reckon they move hard. on, they break yeah. it up, a lot of money being paid, and they 
kind of to a certain extent hit the refresh button, build around Dame because mm. he's a clear, um, clear marquee man, and put another high caliber player around him. Mm. And McCollum, you you will fetch quite a price for him. McCollum and I even think they could possibly either get rid of one of the centers, Whiteside or Nurkic, just because Whiteside will be off. Nurkic yeah. is a key part of that team. Whiteside yeah. is definitely yeah. potential um, trade bait. And they could get some good pieces for him. They could get some valuable role players if need be. Well, Whiteside at a Boston would be nice. Funnily enough, I was just about to say Boston yeah. as well. They would love to have him. Mm. Would you love to have him row as a Boston fan? You know what? Some games I wouldn't, some games I yeah, wouldn't. Too true, <laughs> too true. Wind on that note. But um, yeah, Trevor Ariza probably made the right decision for himself. And yeah, it just comes back to the point that some things are bigger than basketball. We'll move ahead to Willie Cauley-Stein of the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, this reason because him and his partner are expecting a child in July, and hence the reason he won't be attending. Again, another, I guess, point where family comes first. Mm, yeah. And again, totally understandable. Yeah. Totally understandable. Um, I'm, I'm presuming if you two were in his position, you would have made the same choice. Pretty much anything family-related is a all good from me. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, and you know what? I can sort of understand any personal situation. We're not in their shoes, but you can sort of put you can sort of attempt to put yourself in their shoes. And um, all of these guys who aren't coming along to Orlando are going, uh, you know, not going. Sorry, um, for very legitimate reasons, and you know, no one can begrudge them because of that. In saying that, begrudge. Sorry, I'm, yeah. Always, we need a, always like a word of the episode, and that's begrudge. the one today. Begrudge. That's the one we're going with. Good but, stuff. But no, we don't begrudge any of these guys. Um, but then we look ahead and we go. Um, a few of us m- may have thought that the Mavs would be a dark horse um, for the for this year's playoff series. Um, what kind of impact do we reckon his absence will have? So I guess the big thing here, as opposed to the. The other three we named it before. Willie's not a starter. Um, coming over, he's now like the backup to Maxi Kleber. Mm. He was playing about 23 minutes a game when he was at Golden State, but is, that's been cut to 12 whilst with Dallas. Uh, only average four and a half rebounds and a tick over five points. Mm. Um, with this, I guess it means probably more minutes for Boban. Yes. Which, yes, uh, that's which is exciting, mm. yeah, to say the least. So. This one, as opposed to the previous three, I don't think has quite as much weight to it. Mm. Um, but nevertheless, like he's a handy backup centre. Uh, they would certainly like to have him still in the lineup, but I don't think it has quite as much bearing as the other three. And Trey Burke is not replacing his um, position spot, but he's replacing his spot on the roster, which isn't a terrible replacement in my mind you have Boban just sitting under the under the rim and you're set aren't you that, yeah. I was watching a video last night and that bloke didn't have to jump to dunk he just stood there and slammed it down happy yeah. days yep. I've got a hard question for you both drop it Boban or Taco <laughs> Taco Tuesday um I'm going Boban, okay. just purely because we've seen more of him in the NBA. It's a fun guy, isn't he? He's more of a known quantity. Mm. Um, I'm going with Boban. And he's for... got more size, hey? Taco's real mm. s- like slender. 
yeah, he's he's bulky and he's got more comedic value than Taco. <laughs> yeah. I I, well. I didn't even think of it in a um players view. I just thought of it for a fan favorite. Like, I don't know. who would you have said then? Probably Boban. He's just such a funny. Bloke. Both of them are absolute just just gold to yeah, have in your team. Yeah. Um, but Boban has shown that he is able to hit threes. He's able to rebound. Um, he can be a I guess a key cog of a team. Mm. Whereas Taco's been in the G League, he's had yeah. a moment or two in the NBA, but um, yeah, not so much of an impact. No. Did you hear that they've they released a book um, about Boban? No. no, I missed that. Uh, no, it's called go Pun. It's called BFG. Ninety-eight <laughs> percent <laughs> uh, laugh rate retained. Let's retained. move on. Retained. 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 I was a, I was a chuckle. Jeez, you've lost the plot. It was a chuckle from me. I, I thought Nick was the only one that was drinking. Yeah. <laughs> well, for all of our listeners out there, Lee's given the cat away. I've got a shout out to shout out to my mate Jake Young. Uh, he's having a kid in November. He had his birthday last week, so tonight after the episode, uh, I'm going out for a bit of a dinner. For his birthday, and he's doing a gender reveal of his kids. So uh, shout out Jake and his partner Rome. Um, I'm gonna be coming in hot. Happy days. <laughs> I, I attest to this. <laughs> Looking at you right now. <laughs> we'll move ahead. We've got a new segment, fellas. Oh, you forgot? Did you forget someone? No. Oh no, it was. We didn't add this in odds and ends, but Demarcus Cousins has said he's. Oh, just... he won't be attending. Yeah, no, true. Yeah. yeah, that's all. Well, think. you missed the boat on that. We had odds and ends before, mate. You missed the boat. <laughs> well, I put that in this segment for some reason. I don't know why. We're a bit all over the shop in general. That's right. That's all right. New segment, Nick's Love Child. We'll look ahead to top five. So this segment, how it's going to work, it's pretty self-explanatory, but we're going to have um, each, whether we do it a week or maybe fortnightly. No, we're going to have it next week, but uh, maybe fortnightly from there onwards. Depends how fast it is. Yeah, it's going to be pretty quick. But with top five, we pick a category and each of us give our top five uh, picks for that particular category. Pretty pretty straightforward, isn't it, Villas? It's yeah. top five. Uh, this week we've got fast foods. Now, but what we're going to do with these categories, I've already got next week set, but there on after we're going to uh, pose this question on our probably Instagram to our our followers, and we'd love for you guys to put forth your suggestions of what you would like to uh, see us answer in this particular segment. Yeah. Top five fast foods, fellas. We are going to go five, everyone, four, everyone, three, down to yeah, one. Yeah, let's okay. do it. You start us, Lee, with your number five. Oh, I'm changing up now. Okay, <laughs> number five. You can never really go wrong with it, and it's a bit of a left field. Like, it's kind of fast food, it's kind of not, but it's Donut King. What? Donut Donut King. I did not see that coming. <laughs> Donut King. You can, Good choice. I'll go there probably once every three years, but you'll go there, get a hot dog, maybe a donut if you're feeling peckish, um, and the milkshakes are always bloody good, so... Top Donut five King. Donut King for Lee. Number five. Oh, jeez, I'm having to adjust on the go because I've thought of another one right <laughs> now. So, um, go, you go, Nick. I'll number go. Five. So, my number five pick is McDonald's. Okay. Uh, a classic staple mark around the world, the Golden Arches. Uh, not a, yeah, they're kind, for me, they're the everything kind of fast food. They've yeah. got fish, chicken, beef, uh, you've got your soft serve sundaes, your salads, your chips, all of it. Yeah. Um, nothing more, nothing I love more, should I say, than a uh, little soft serve cone under a yeah. dollar, absolute treat, and probably nothing better for when you've got a hangover than the, uh, 
the big brekkie in the morning. True. Put that on the ad. Without a doubt. <laughs> um, number five for me, legs and breasts. Ooh. Again, another staple mark here in Taz- in Hobart in particular yeah. of a night out. A couple of our international listeners might be listening to a few of these, wondering Scratching their what, heads. what this is all about. But the chips and gravy, the burgers yeah. there, you can't go wrong with. Um, You've been a- in town... Yeah. One o'clock in the morning, Chips and you're and like, gravy. oh, we'll walk up around the corner, legs and breasts. Yeah, you can't even see straight, but no. legs and breasts. It's but like it's like the the holy gates, isn't it? Is, it? it actually it is. Is. it's your fallback option in town if you need one. So, and all these places in America, that tonight. all these places in America have like a when they go out, they'll go to like this big lineup place where they all get to know each other and stuff, and that's legs and breasts for hours. Finally, absolutely. That's not getting enough. Just swinging. Uh, I was with a couple of mates, and he just started swinging at us. Him and his missus were absolutely off their faces, but that's uh, neither here nor there. The people you meet in a fast food line. Yeah, bloody. Okay, my number four is purely here because it's like been with me all my life, and like the food is pretty bad, but like I'll always fall back on it. It's McDonald's. Um, Ah, there you go. Yep. To me, the only good food they truly have there is the breakfast options. Like, they're, they're good. Like you would a, have had a couple of seedy Sundays on the old breakfast, wouldn't you, Lee? A couple, but, <laughs> but like the sausage and um, egg or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the good. And I will have a Big Mac, but it, they're just all so sloppy. Like, I, and the thing with Mac is, I slightly digress, but it doesn't fill you up, does it? You've no. probably got to spend... 20 to 50 bucks there mm. to actually feel full. doesn't mm. fill you up, but you feel like trash after you yeah. eat it. You're like, God, why did I do that? Yeah. The regret. Yeah. That's uh, my four. Am I, I'm going number four here, aren't I? We're going to go with the little, uh, for me, number four, Cheeky Nando's. Yeah, okay. Oh, Nando's. Oh, Big fan okay. of the Nando's. Yeah. Uh, love their chips, little peri-peri salt and their burgers. Uh, I think it's purely I like it because it kind of, as opposed to a McDonald's, it tastes fresher. Pressure, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and you can kind of pick whatever heat you want. I know for you, Ro, you're a, like, a, you're, you're a max peri. heat fan, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I it. like the mild just to enjoy it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, really good stuff, really kind of fresh, tasty flavours, and the peri-peri salt on the chips is a winner. Can't go wrong. The only bad thing with that is, I don't know if I'm a cheapskate, but it's a bit axy. Mate. It's like $15 I'm, a meal. I feel you, brother. Yep. I'm a cheapskate too, yeah. so it's all good. You get what you pay for. Anyway, number four, my go-to pizza place, uh, Pizza Hut. Oh, um, oh so you've chosen that one pizza over Pizza Hut over Domino's. Pizza no. Hut over Domino's. I haven't even got Domino's in my top five. Neither do I, um, but Domino's is better. Yeah, okay. Each their own. But um, no, just the, just the variety. Um, you know what you're going to get. And where I live at the moment, it's pretty close to, to go and pick yeah, up. So the convenience. The corner, yeah, yeah. Got to love it. Do you like the all-you-can-eat buffet? Oh, when I was a kid, when I, I um, went <laughs> yeah. off. I went off there, getting those little jellies and the self-serve ice cream. Oh, you can't go wrong with that. Good stuff. We move on to number three, Lee. My number three, I think these places, well, it's two places, but mixed into one. I think they're subject to down in Tassie. Um, I don't know if you guys have had it, but it's Dave's Noodles and Bill's Asian and mm. Kebab House. Yeah, Interstate right, would know it as um, noodle box, pretty much. Yeah. So give us a quick run through. It's Asian food. Asian, f- it's I go there for a, for a box cold 
uh, I think it's Dave's Asian Hot Box or something, and that's just... And it lives up to its name, it I will does. say this. As soon you as you want to do the that. car while you're eating it? Hey. Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man, no worries. I get it, but oh, it's like... just not funny, but... <laughs> that's why that... my laugh rate's like 50%. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, have a bit of prawn in that, a bit of nice yeah. Asian beef, some chicken if you're lucky. Um, Is there one delicious. close by to where you live? Um, there's one in Bellarive and one near in Hobart. Yeah, right. So pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. Pretty mm. good. Uh, number three for myself. I'm going Colonel. Colonel Sanders, KFC. Gee, that's hey. low. Yeah, that's what it, I was well, going to say. You, when, I, when you hear my next two, you'll probably agree. But <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> Colonel, is it, how many secret herbs and spices is it? Is it the 12? 12, uh, 12 yeah. secret herbs and spices. Love what he does. <laughs> Nothing I love more than a Zinger burger and the chips. Love what he does with the place. <laughs> <laughs> Purely great ambiance. Like the colonel's in there cooking it up himself. <laughs> each individual. Well, you, mate, you worked at KFC, didn't you? Yeah. You know the First ins and outs job. of the business. Unfortunately, you never served me a burger, but <laughs> nevertheless, um, great stuff there. The only thing I hate about KFC. This I, why it's so low. I know this where this is why it's low, okay. and you understand yeah. it too, right? Because you feel it as well. Mm. Uh, when you have it, and when you're craving it, there's nothing you want more in the world than KFC. Mm. As you're eating it, it's the greatest thing that man ever created. As soon as you take that last bite, you just want your life to end. I disagree. I have the biggest regrets as soon as I eat it. That's me with Mac, as I disagree completely. Yeah. The, we call it the desire to regret ratio, exactly. don't we? Yeah. You want it more than anything in the world. You'd give one of your limbs to get a zinger box. Exactly. And once you've devoured it, you're just ready to jump off the bridge. You, you're done. That's news to me. Oh, Without a doubt. So the Colonel, I would have had him higher, but for the pure regret that's reason, I had number three. On my end, that's just disrespect to the Colonel. I don't like that at all. Go on, Rogan. He's <laughs> ripping into Nick. What's new? Um, number three, I don't reckon any of you guys would have even thought of this. Prady's. I oh, did yeah. think of it. But yeah, yeah, I like Prady's. One of our... It's not in my phone. I don't know if For it's... our US listeners, tell us a little bit about Prady's. So it's basically jacket potato type oh, yes. type setup. Um, I go with the jacket potatoes with the... I think it's the cheese and the ham in the in the middle. But, I like that one. But you've got different... Yes. <laughs> you've got different I like that one. By the look. He went to take a sip and he took it away. He took his hand away to say he likes that one. Um, but you've got all different varieties there. You've got your curry varieties. You've got your seafood, whatnot. There's a there's a large large range. And um, and like unlike KFC, it's filling, isn't it? Like oh, you have yeah. it and it KFC is filling. Righto, man. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, that's number three. Good stuff. Number two for Number me. Number two for you, Lee. Is good old Subway. Um, yes. Oh, yep. How did you? That. Did you not put something? No, I didn't. No. I'm with, always, I'm with it. If you get a six inch, you're just, what are you doing with your life? you got to get the foot long. Give me some nuts. Give me um, some nuts, brother. Like foot, it. Foot long um, Italian herbs and cheese. Yes. I'm not going to go through my whole order. No, but don't do that. You can, you can get some cookies, twenty. I think they are. It's, yeah. it's, it's Big a, bowler like you, you get yeah, all I'll the cookies. Get cookie and I'll grab some Coke. Yeah. That's good, isn't it's it, good, Subway? Yeah. With you, with you. That's my turn. Number two. Now, Ro, you're going to absolutely love this one. Oh, here we go. What have you got? Um, I've gone my number two anywhere that sells a kebab box. How did I not I'm changing my list as we speak. <laughs> because we went to Queensland. Well, even before Queensland, I loved the kebab box. But we went to Queensland a couple of months ago in February. 
And I think you and I pretty much lived on kebab boxes, didn't we, Rowie? We did. We found we did. this man down from our hotel, bless his heart. I've never seen a guy take more pride in his work. Um, honestly, the greatest thing that man ever created. You yep. put some chips. Why the hell isn't it one then? Well, I'll get to that. You just yeah. said it, the greatest thing yeah. a man's ever created, and it's number two on your fast yeah, food. It's, it's a tough one. Yeah. But um, chips, put some meat on it, a couple of sauces, a bit of cheese, and your life will never be better than in the moment of eating a kebab box. Never had one. Oh, I tell you what. I want. I'm just. I tell you what. One. We'll. How I, much are they? Well, we got. I think they were thirteen, fourteen bucks for, for a large. Whole box. For a large. That's, that's good. You would have. You would have paid. 30. I know a couple of nights. You you had the large row and you spread it across two nights. Yeah, it was bloody huge. But, yeah. but how how good was it? Oh, that? I didn't regret one bit of it. But Lee, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get you on a kebab yeah, box ASAP. Yeah. Um. But honestly, <gasps> all of our listeners. Yeah, Get yeah. onto a kebab box. Your life will change for the better. I wonder if that Bill's that Bill's place is called Bill's Asian Noodle and Kebab. Maybe they have it. No, they do a different kind oh, of kebab. Yeah, they do the kebab in the wrap. This yeah. isn't a box okay, for yeah, chips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know there's one for all of our Hobart listeners out there. There's one in Bridgewater. Yeah. Um, oh, you don't want to venture out there. Don't do you? want to venture out there for any of our no Bridgewater listeners. Don't take offence, but... Uh, Bridgewater listeners don't, can't listen because they don't have a phone or a house, probably. Christ <laughs> Christ almighty, move on, Ro. Quick. Quick <laughs> we have to move on. Knifed. We have to move on. Ro, why just... That wasn't Liam, that was Ro. Yeah, we grow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so um, I've had to rectify my list because of that. Um, <laughs> we're going to drop legs and breast out of the list. We're, oh. in, into, into third place, I've, okay. actu- I've actually gone with... Um, I'm going to go with Golden Walk. Wait, we're up to number two. I know, yeah, but I've no. had to rectify my list and He's drop one out. He's doing two. Yeah, because, yep. because the kebab box made me rethink yeah, my whole life. I don't what even know what the hell is Golden Walk? Golden Walk's Chinese little place in the food court in Eastlands where you can oh, get nice yeah. fried rice. or It's quick and easy. Um, but moving on to the kebab box in number two spot, I just echo everything that Nick just said about it. You... There's no regret either after having it. You, no. You're so satisfied. It's one of these things where you're so hungry and you just want something to f- fulfill you. Um, Crave what, that hunger. You do, and yep. it does every single bit of it. So, yep, that's my number two. I'm having slight withdrawals. It's been a little while since we had one, oh, isn't it? Starting to get the jitters. Absolutely. Number one, here we go. Mine is, round. you could probably tell by how much I was ripping into you, but it's KFC. Um I've just got a massive sigh from Roe. But yeah, KFC is just your go to. What kind of sigh was it? I don't know. I don't know. It's but I don't get regrets after it. You get a Zinger burger and you put some supercharged sauce on it. Yes, sir. Um, How good was tonight? Throwback was in our Christmas episode. Look, we should upload the picture of us where we're just munging into the burger. God, that was delicious. (laughs) This picture, there's Roe, Lee, and myself. Where's I think we got a family burger box between us, and we are just standing around a bench, just <laughs> off, absolutely whacked off our faces, <laughs> smashing down zinger burgers. I don't think I've ever been happier in my Looked life. Looked like I'd met Jesus himself, <laughs> without a doubt. But how good! I that was probably the best time I've ever had KFC. Yeah, would have yes. to agree. Yep, no regrets. No, regrets. you don't. You don't. So you. I don't, never. Yeah. I feel very like happy with myself after. Good stuff. After. I'll move on to my number one, uh, Subway. Yep. So I've gone Subway purely, I, nothing I love more. Footlong, meatballs, Italian herbs and cheese. You get the cheese, lettuce, tomato, olives. <laughs> You're going to run off your whole order. I'm giving the whole lot. Uh, and the chipotle sauce. Yeah. Salt and pepper. 
No, just salt. Oh, don't like pepper. Love salt. Salt for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But um, it's one of them things, like you can mix up your order. You can change the meat, the salads, the bread. Uh, You can get some cookies. So, yeah, I love, I'm a big Subway fan. I've got their uh, card, racked up a few points already. (laughs) I bet you have. And I continue to uh, march on to my free sub. So it's better than a kebab box. Uh, Well, when I wrote this, I thought that, but now I kind of, I think the kebab box takes number one. Okay. Because I, I, there's nothing I need I to try one. this. We'll get you onto one ASAP, mate. Don't you worry. It's a fair choice, Nick. And um, let me just give you the heads up now. When we do our little audio snippet of the podcast, I'll make sure I cut it off after <laughs> you said I love nothing more than a footlong. <laughs> um, moving on, moving on to my number one, the Colonel, the Colonel. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you feel you feel abs you feel absolute regret after you finished it, but it just doesn't matter because you've just satisfied everything that you've needed. Zinger box go to default option every time you go through there. Upsize that for me, please. And <laughs> add on maybe like a Pepsi Max or a Solo. <laughs> Your taste buds are, are crying tears of thankfulness. Just... You just feel you feel at peace and you feel like you could die in that moment. <laughs> you, you do. You do. It, oh. If you got hit by a truck, you wouldn't even care because you have a Zinger burger. You're ready there. to go. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I would care, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless, it's a good way to go out. <laughs> Smile on your face. <laughs> um, oh, KFC dear. there rounded out for Roy, myself, Subway, and for Lee. Your number one was KFC as well. The Colonel, yeah. Uh, what we'll do, we'll probably put up a story during the week just outlining our top fives of each of us. Yep. And uh, let us know, guys, who you think had the best top five. Mm. Next week, we look forward to uh, bringing you another top five. We've already got the category picked but you'll just have to uh, wait and see next week what that is. Okay. Let's move ahead. We'll cap this episode off with Entertainment Weekly, the return of. This week, myself, I have the movie. Lee. The song. You, the song and Rose. The, the TV t- show. Beautiful. I reckon I... Well, we st- do we start with the song? We always do. Let's so start with the song, keep, Lee. Let me just say, like, you're not going to be head-bobbing to this song, like... It's a song that I like. It it overflows your your body with a plethora of emotions. Like, a plethora, a plethora. Oh, that is our word. <laughs> Give it there, my man. The plethora. I love that word. But it's um a song called "I Can't Handle Change" by Raw. Yeah, so, good song. So we'll I already know it. Jeez, know what, what I swear, all the movies, all the TV shows, all the songs, you guys know them <laughs> between yourselves, shall, and shall. I just feel like a dickhead. Like, no, re- ready? Yeah, give it to us. Welcome to Watch Mojo. <laughs> I do love Watch Mojo. That's a fucking damn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you yeah. know why we know these songs and you don't? Oh, here we go. I feel like there's a serve coming. No, it's a legitimate reason. Yeah, alright. And that's the fact. It's once again one of these songs that Lee's got off TikTok. Um, no, I, use... I didn't get this off TikTok. I think you did. I think you heard it there first. Might have, but uh, I don't think so. Shout yeah. out at the Daily Dribble TikTok while we're here. Yeah, right? yeah, shout sure. The, the Daily, Daily Dribble, that was true. The Daily Dribble underscore podcast for anyone wanting to hop on the TikTok um, channel. But yeah, I love that song as well. It's good. Right. So, good hands, Ray. Thanks. You just caught the uh, bottle that was falling. Well done, mate. Um, yeah, you, it was hard to get a gauge on that small snippet. You need to listen to it on your own with yeah. some head, noise-cancelling headphones Is there on. any lyrics in it? Like, is yeah. there any singing? 
Because yeah. I, I missed a lot of that. Yeah, I know. We'll listen it's to a, it in your own It's time. the type of song that you'd listen to, Nick, after you've just lost the whole podcast and you're <laughs> yeah. just in your bed at night at 3am in the morning wondering where it all went wrong. That's happened so, a couple of times. Yeah. Cheers to Audacity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a bash on the, uh, yeah, the software we use. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> but sponsor us. Yeah. Oh, gee, I tell you what, I love your shouting out sponsors. <laughs> oh, um, watch Mojo just quickly. Mm. Love what they do. Love yeah. their uh, top 10 countdowns, top 10 horror movie kills, things yep. like that. Love it. And then I hate Watch Mojo. I can't really stand them. So, wait, this video is off? The song is off? Uh, is it? I think so. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a TikTok reference. It's okay. Okay, nevertheless, the song. Yeah, I was. Uh, He's underwhelmed. Yeah, I'm not feeling that much love for it, but like partly I said, because you, you I didn't hear the song. You can't head bop to it, and I know no. we usually do put those ones forward, but like I said, it's not a song to listen to in a group of people. You need to listen to it on your we'll own. We'll throw the, the, uh, the mic to Roe here. Mm. <laughs> Last week we had my song, The One and Only. You might recall it. Yes. You, God, that woeful do. piece of but Don't you dare backtrack. You enjoyed it. You said you enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't it. even remember what yes, it was. Yes, you do. Nevertheless... It was that, a week before last, but yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. we didn't have... Yep. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So comparing that against Lease, which way are you going? Uh, well, I know uh, you that know song. The song. I know <laughs> the song. And I enjoy it. I didn't dislike yours, though, Nick. Whatever. <laughs> Let's move ahead to the movie. Good pick, though, Lee. I'll have, I'll, to fully appreciate it, I'll have to listen to it. Do you remember the song name? Well, give it to us one time. <laughs> Just for the memory. For the listeners out there. I Can't Handle Change by Raw. W no oh R A W no R O A R like tiger yeah I spelt Roy no no you said R A W you're good you're good you're good okay okay next my movie so this week I've gone a trilogy trilogy whatever way you want to say trilogy never trilogy yeah yeah. I'm not sure where you guys are going to feel on this one. The Lord of the Rings. I knew this was coming. Did you? Knew it was coming as soon as you said trilogy. <laughs> um, for me, one of the most iconic movie trilogies in history. Uh, coming out in 2001, followed by the sequels in 2002-2003. This movie, this trilogy, should I say, was nominated for 30 Academy Awards. They won 17, 30. 30. Won 17 Academy Awards. Stars an all-car all-star cast of Elijah Wood, Kate Blanchett, Orlando Bloom, Ian McKellen, Hugo Weaving, and the list goes on and on. Have either of you fellas seen The Lord of the Rings? So I've seen snippets, and it's one of these movies, along with perhaps something like a Star Wars, which I never really got into, but I'd love to one day, you know, find some time to get into it. I think we actually spoke about this the other week, didn't we, Ro, The Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Lee, have you and seen it? No, and I wouldn't want to get into it. Yet again, okay, I'm let whatever. down by one of Nick's entertainment. Oh, come on, man. You give me a hard time. <laughs> no, um, but I'm, I'm close-minded in terms of um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I'm not fascinated. By and that's why I picked it. For a lot of people, they either love it or hate it. Um, and for the ones that hate it, I don't think they've given it a proper chance. Mm-hmm. Now, at my, in the first movie, The Fellowship of the Ring, it takes maybe a good hour, hour and a bit to fully mm. get into things. Yeah, they establish. go for ages, don't they? Each movie goes for near on three hours. Uh, yeah. But um, once you get into the story, the action, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And the work that they do, directed by Peter Jackson, 
as I said, it won 17 Academy Awards, nominated for 30. It clearly shows that it was uh, not only popular, but an incredible production. Yeah. Just want to shout out as well the PlayStation games. Myself, a big gamer. <laughs> when I was younger, the PlayStation games I absolutely loved. Um, but the movies themselves, I know my partner, Annabelle. Mm, our sister. Who, your sister. She wouldn't go much on them, would she? Uh, I've been trying for a very, very long time to convince her to get on board with these, but she just hasn't come around as of yet. No. Um, but I think they're one of those movies, if you give them that little bit of time to, I guess, set the scene, develop the storyline, you kind of find yourself pretty enthralled with it. Mm, but yeah. it's just getting over that initial hour or so. It's in the, I feel like it's in the same bracket as the Harry Potter series to be honest yeah to a certain extent for sure um, except was... harry potter's better but... oh, oh. Lee. oh, Lee. oh Lee. Okay. there's gonna be no winning this one eh? no right but i implore you as i said it's kind of one of those series you either love or you hate yeah, yeah. and for the ones lee yourself who hates it <laughs> um have you have you ever seen have you seen all three movies no i've watched parts of every boat of yeah. all of them though yeah if you kind of really immerse yourself in them all i'm sure have you seen the hobbit no that's another thing i don't like about it are they all mixed are they not i don't know so the hobbit came out after the lord of the rings but it was set in in the fantasy or whatever okay i'm just gonna move on now (laughs) because there's not gonna be any getting through to you is there but just watch it if you're lucky Uh, bring us home with the tv show before i crack it (laughs) (laughs) too late tv show i've gone with master of none um, Kendrick Nunn? Not, not Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn. Okay. No, Nunn is in Zilch. Oh, Zero. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Um, so it's a comedy drama series. Um, it's on Netflix for those who have Netflix, which is I'm assuming is about 99% of the population. Not myself. It's... I scab off someone else. Oh, that's cheap. Yeah, that I is cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was a cheap scab. <laughs> I scab off Roe for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, true, true. Oh, no, my man. <laughs> you guys are simil- very similar in that way. Um, starring Aziz Ansari who plays um, Dev. Uh, he's a 30-year-old commercial actor and he's living living life in the Big Apple in, in New York City. Um, and it's it's a it's a very relatable show. It sh- sort of shows um, how Dev just lives every day in New York and as, he, as time progresses um, and as he sort of ages, I guess, he has sort of legitimate uncertainty and sort of conflicting feelings about what he wants out of life he doesn't know whether he truly wants a wife or a family or if he wants to just focus on his career Um, and it sort of shows his life the ups and downs of you know everyday life in New York City it's not it's nothing remarkable but it's just very relatable and I've just noted down here that anyone growing up in today's society with all the technology and I guess in particular the the dating apps and stuff living in yeah. a big city like New York um it's it sort of um reflects that really well um so if you want like a relatable modern show I would highly suggest this there's two seasons to date um 30 minute episodes so quite easy to devour the whole season and um to be honest it's probably one of my all-time favorite Netflix shows, um, I could watch it over and over again. How many seasons are we looking at? Two, two seasons. <laughs> yeah, two, two. But like, are they? How uh, many episodes should I say? Uh, that might have been the question. There's about <laughs> uh, no, there's about eight to ten. Eight to ten. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but it's got easily the perfect... digestible, which makes it yeah, good. Yeah, like it's yeah. good when you can have a TV show that you can just chomp into. It's a perfect mix of comedy and, I guess, heartfelt emotion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, highly suggest if you have, you know, a bit of spare time, give it a crack, and you won't regret it. Beautiful. Let's recap Entertainment Weekly, guys. Uh, Lee, your my song was "I Can't Handle Change" by Raw. Uh, my movie was the it was as a trilogy, The Lord of the Rings. Make sure to check them out, guys. We'll do. I'll, I'll set aside to spend nine hours <laughs> to get through those, and uh, <laughs> and I'll, mine was Master of None as well. Beautiful on Netflix. On Netflix. Terrific, fellas. We're tick over an hour into the piece. Yeah. Uh, was, I tell you what. Each week, I'm getting more and more excited. Yeah. Partly, yeah. as you said, Roy, because we're getting closer to. Um, ball being back and partly because us as a podcast we're starting to grow and develop more and it's um it's exciting it's exciting times we're starting to reach a larger audience from more diverse countries so Mm. big thank you and shout out to everyone who's listening yeah thank you from wherever you are listening right now because there are quite a few places i know this week India, Germany, Great India. Britain. Yeah, I was about to say, have we had any really diverse places, like some really left field places? I think, I think in just think of someone in India listening to the Daily Dribble podcast. That's crazy to me. A little podcast, at, you know, <laughs> in my bedroom coming out of Tasmania. Yeah, it seems well, odd. So, for, like our podcast, we've we've hit a total of like it's well over fifteen countries. We've reached out to US, Canada, UK, Japan, India, Denmark, Brazil, Germany, Taiwan. Taiwan. Taiwan there you okay. go. Mexico, Turkey, Indonesia, South Africa, Israel, and Italy. That's crazy um, to me. Just rattling off a couple there. Yep. So we are... A majority in the US, which is still even crazy. We love it. We're we from Tassie, it. for Christ's sake. So, for anyone who doesn't know where Tasmania is, check it out. We are a part of Australia. Little Island. Little Island just below. So we're the kind of forgotten state. But uh, yeah, we're stoked and like really excited excited about what's to come so thank you guys for being a part of the journey with us uh yeah mm-hmm. fellas do you have anything else to say just um traditional sayings um this is lee signing out perfect reliable as ever yeah <laughs> see you guys guys big thank you for listening continue to show that support and love we thank you very much and we will talk to you next week love you bye hey you gon' have to go ahead and see what they know. That was all the time, it ain't no Roma Zippy news. We gon' make it drop, 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 time.